even if you were in my food chain, I would go out of my way to attack you. If I were a lion, if you were a tiger, I would swim out in the middle of the ocean and freaking eat you. It's gonna be the best fucking tuna you have ever fucking had. Yard bird tuna. Alright, we're back. I had to make some changes. I tried to record earlier. Wasn't working, man. Wasn't working. I was in a very hostile place. Very negative. I was upset about uh, stupid shit, you know? Uh, I got my fucking Rocky anthem kicking. I've been listening to that shit for about two hours on fucking repeat right now. Ready to kill the whole fucking thing. I'm coming in with this left fucking hook that you better watch the fuck out. So, uh, anyway, here we are. Let's do another fucking episode. Let's have some fucking fun this time, man. Uh, I'm just, I just had to delete everything that I, I fucking did earlier because, uh, I just can't put that out there. I can't put out this negative vibe. There's just too much already in the world that's so fucking negative. I don't want to add to that, you know? So, um... Anyway, I mean, uh, that's the beauty of life, right? I mean, uh, it can change at any moment. You can turn it around. You're having a bad fucking day. You can just stop, you know? If you want it bad enough, if you want to have a better fucking day, you can stop in your tracks and fucking change right fucking here and now. It's a decision. You just got to make it to be a more positive person, you know? And uh, that's exactly what I had to do earlier, you know. Uh, you know, I just I just get so caught up in shit sometimes, and uh, I gotta sometimes check myself and remind myself not to fucking do that. So uh, here I am, ready to fucking deliver something. All right, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna talk about right now, but uh, we're gonna talk about something, you know. Uh, I mean, I drove down the street. Uh, to go pick up our fucking cheesesteaks from our local favorite uh, restaurant in the uh, Delaware County area, Delco. And uh, that shit was outstanding. So, uh, Joe and uh, Leo, you guys down there in Nifty 50s, you guys are still fucking killing it. I love your food. I'm going to still eat there about eight fucking times a week because I'm a fat fuck and I love that shit. And uh, that was a little free fucking throw out there, you know? Like, that's a little shout-out to my fucking guys down there. Anyway, uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, I just, uh, I was driving down the street, and uh, I'm looking at all these people. There's people at the bus stops. There's just people walking down the street. You know, it's just fucking hot out. Everybody's miserable. And, uh, you know, I just, I just thought to myself, somebody around here has got to say something positive. You know, and um, and that's what uh, you know. That's 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 the only way you're gonna change this fucking world. Is if if everybody's doing something, and it looks like everybody's down in the dumps, who the fuck is eventually gonna step up and say, "Come on, man, keep pushing." You know. You know why I love this shit. You know why I'm so fucking proud 
to be from the Philadelphia area. Listen, I love a great fucking underdog story. Let's be realistic, man. Delco is the underdog of Philly. Philly is the underdog of New York. They'll never want to admit that shit, but we live in the fucking shadow of New York City. And Delco lives in the fucking shadow of Philly. And then we got Bucks County motherfuckers talking shit on us too. You know, so um, that's what it's all about though, you know. I want you to underestimate me. I want you to talk shit on me. I want you to think that I'm a fucking nobody and I ain't going to succeed because I'm going to come around and I'm, when the moment when you least fucking expect it, I'm going to deliver this motherfucking left hook that you never saw coming. Your fucking teeth are going to fly out of your fucking head. And I don't mean that I'm threatening violence on somebody. I'm just talking about my ambition my, my fucking motivation to, to create something here. Everybody in my neighborhood that's worth a fucking, a little bit more, they all did it because they just kept pushing and pushing and fucking pushing, you know? It ain't going to be fucking easy. Nothing in my whole fucking life has ever been easy, and anything that anybody ever gave to me came with a consequence. So, that's it. That's the only way I know how to fucking live, man. I just, I wake up, I fucking push, I do what I gotta do, I fucking just struggle, everything is against me, and I accept that. I fucking know that that's the way it is, and, and, it's, and it's okay. I'm not mad, I accept it, and I fucking fight back against it, and I'm gonna fucking win. I've already got my little successes in life, you know? I fought against some nasty shit in my life, and I beat it. I fucking beat that shit to death. And here I am. I'm going to keep fucking doing it. Now I got this new challenge. This, this fucking thing that I'm sitting here doing. Talking to you. You know? This ain't fucking easy. I'm over here worried about stupid shit. People fucking listening to me. Praying that somebody's going to fucking... I don't know. Think this shit is entertaining. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. I, I, I fucking hope you do. But all I can do is just keep fucking trying. So for all you people out there. In Delco... I joke around, but I got a lot of love out in Bucks, dude. I got some great fucking people that I met. I got a buddy of mine. He keeps telling me maybe I should try this fucking motivational speaking shit, you know? And, um, you know, at first, I just thought, uh, nah, man, I'm going to stick, uh, I'm going to try and stick to the comedy and, and just say some fucking funny shit and, uh, eventually get my pussy ass up on a fucking stage somewhere and actually attempt to say some fucking jokes. But... The truth is, is I'm a very, very driven person. And maybe I do got some motivational shit to say. I mean, I fucking love watching that shit. I go on YouTube and watch all these crazy fucking videos. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger's videos about his six steps to fucking success. I like fucking all these dudes. There's some bodybuilders. They got some great shit out there talking about some fucking struggles. One dude had fucking cancer. And they told him, you ain't ever going to fucking lift again. And that motherfucker was the goddamn king of the world. He fucking conquered everything because he just wouldn't stop. They told him he couldn't do it. He said, fuck you, I'm doing it anyway. And that's my, that's my life, man. That's, uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm like, uh, I call myself an American rebel because um, the moment you fucking tell me that I ain't supposed to do something or I can't do that or you fucking doubt my drive, you doubt that I'm fucking capable of doing this, I instantly think, fuck you. Now I'm going to fucking conquer that shit. I'll climb the fucking biggest goddamn mountain that you can put in front of me. 
I'm going the fuck over it, and I'll drag your little fucking pussy ass over it too, just so I can laugh in your fucking face and say that I did it. So, I don't know, man. I'm a little fired up right now, you know? I'm excited. Got this fucking Rocky shit going in the background. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not stopping. Earlier today, I was so fucking bummed out. I was disappointed in myself for, for recording this negative bullshit, you know? I literally was prepared to take all this audio equipment that we fucking purchased and invested a lot of fucking money. I was ready to just start selling shit off. Fuck it. I give up. It's easier. I'm just going to go to my work, do my little fucking 40 hours. I'm just going to fucking just tread water because that's what, it, that's what an asshole from my neighborhood is supposed to do. God forbid I try something fucking better, you know? All them shit talkers out there, all my asshole fucking friends sitting on bar stools right fucking now talking shit, making jokes. This is funny? This is fucking funny that I'm trying something better, you know? Instead of sitting on a bar stool playing the same six fucking retarded songs over and over again, yay, I get to play pool next. I'm going to stay here till 2 in the fucking morning and then get kicked the fuck out of here by this goddamn bartender that's tired of looking at your ugly fucking face. Yeah, and I'm the asshole. Really? Get your shit together. Fucking try something, man. Anyway, not mad at anybody like, like directly. I got friends that uh, I kind of am talking about, but I'm not. I'm really talking about a lot of people. A lot of people get stuck in this position in their lives where they're just going to do their job, go to the bar, argue with their old lady when they get home, and then repeat the cycle all over again the next fucking day. I lived like that for a long fucking time. I didn't have the wife, I didn't have the house, I didn't have none of that shit, but I, I had this dead-end fucking job that I hated, you know? I sanded fucking cars... And that was all I was ever going to fucking do. I thought in my head that I was a great fucking mechanic, but I wasn't, okay? My old boss used to tell me all the time, dude, you ain't ready, man. You ain't fucking ready. I'm not going to put you on a car and let you actually fix some shit because you're, you're not going to fix it. You're going to fuck it up. And back then, I didn't know what he meant, you know? I didn't understand, you know, I was young. I was ambitious. I'm still ambitious. Nothing's changed there. But... I wasn't ready to put the work in, you know? I half-assed it all back then. So, um, you know, Lou, you were right. You were right, you know? My dad, he was right, you know? They all, all everybody, they, all these people in my life always tried to steer me and give me some fucking direction. And um, I guess nothing's changed in the sense that I always rebel, you know? Um... The difference is nowadays I, I, I measure and weigh my battles and nowadays I'm attempting to do this for less selfish reasons, okay? You know, like, yeah, it's all great. I'm trying to build a little following here. I want people to listen to my podcast, laugh, get motivated, whatever. If you're in the fucking gym, put a little more weight on that motherfucker and lift that shit until your arms start to shake, all right, you fucking pussies? So, uh, that goes out to you, Kazo. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's all about just pushing yourself beyond this boundary that you create in your fucking head, you know? Uh, that's it, you know? Like, 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 it's so easy for everybody to just stand back and go, oh, my God, 
that's that's going to be too difficult. I can't try that, you know. I'm not even going to attempt to do that because it just sounds like too much work. It's too hard. Fuck that. I don't know where, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that is what you're okay with. I'm not okay with that, you know. I've been doing what I've been doing for uh, a few years now. now. I'm not talking about this podcast shit. I'm talking about, um, you know, uh, I've been uh, doing my work. You know, I've been building myself up in a career that uh, has been great to me. And I love my career. But, um, but I have this burning desire inside of me to do something creative. And, uh, and I think finally, finally I've reached this moment in my life where it is fucking time. It's now or never to fucking reach for it, you know? I grew up as an artist and as a, as a very creative person. And for a long time, I sat that shit on a shelf and, and just kind of told myself, well, you're either going to be a fucking junkie and you're going to go be a starving ass artist or you're going to get your shit together and be a working class stiff and then you can have the wife and the kid in the house. And you know what, man? So I did that. That was the decision that I made back then. I got my shit together Stopped all the partying and fucking around, you know, got my credit together, met a nice fucking woman, you know, we have a child now, we got our property, we're working on buying a house so I can raise my fucking family in that house, but things are changing and I'm starting to realize that I don't have to give up on this fucking burning desire inside myself to be a creative person and create something new and try something different that the rest of my fucking neighborhood is too pussy to fucking try. Okay? That's that's why I'm doing all this crazy shit. You know? I don't know. Some days I get down on myself and I think that this is a fucking waste of time and I spend so much fucking money on all this shit that I could have been spending it on my fucking wife and kids and getting us in a better place. But it's an investment, you know? If I just keep pushing and I just keep pushing, I, I got to be successful. That's the only fucking way I can see this happening, you know? I refuse to just accept and roll the fuck over, go back to work, shut the fuck up. You're not going to fucking succeed. I don't think so, man. I don't think so. I just don't think that I have it in me to do that, you know? It, it's, uh, to me, that's a slow death and I don't want that. You know, and uh, I don't knock people that do it. I worked blue collar work my whole fucking life. And all I was ever worth was how fucking tight can you get these goddamn bolts, you know? And, um, and I took a lot of pride in that. I still take a lot of pride in that. I can get them motherfuckers tighter than you'll ever. You ain't, you're going to need a fucking sledgehammer to take these motherfuckers off. To this day, I still feel like that, you know? And, uh, and my mechanical abilities. You want me to fix something? I'll fix any fucking thing you put in front of me. I'm a fucking man. I got a fucking dick between my goddamn legs. There ain't no fucking identity crisis here, buddy. So, uh, you know, all of this, though, all of this created who I am and uh, what I'm trying to achieve in my life, you know? Uh, I watch all these, uh, these celebrities... And uh, I can't help but notice they all came from fucking poor, shit environments, bad backgrounds, broken fucking families, you know. And um, 
for the longest time, I used to be jealous. You know, I would see these kids, you know, that I went to high school with. I would see other kids from uh, other parts of Delco that were uh, a little little better off, you know. It seemed like they were better off. It seemed like they had a nicer fucking family. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're just as fucked up as me. They just know how to fake it better, you know. <laughs> but, um... I just, I remember seeing people and I just looked at them and I just thought, God damn, you're like the fucking, you guys are like the perfect fucking family, man. I ain't never, I don't know what that looks like. I mean, God knows, you know, my parents did the best they fucking could, but um, sometimes when that motherfucking train is on them tracks, there ain't no stopping that motherfucker, you know? It's just, uh, Shit started ugly real early on and then just kind of like was fucked up for a long time there. And uh, and I love my parents and I respect them. And they did what they could. They, they taught me the best they could. My dad, I think he gets a, a little hurt sometimes uh, when I try to explain to him how his tough love created who I am nowadays. You know, my dad was was fucking rock hard on me, man, as a kid. Like he's... You know, he was brutal. He was cold, man. And, um, you know, I, as a young man, you don't know why it's like that. You just know that it sucks. And, you, and you're fucking mad and you got all this anger and why is he being such a fucking prick to me, you know? And then when you grow up and you start to experience life and you go to your first job and everybody fucking tortures your ass... And, and you just sit there and take it because you're just not sure what to fucking do with yourself, you know? Like, you don't know how to fucking fight yet. And I don't mean fist fight. I'm talking about just the verbal battle of fucking dickheads talking shit on you and humiliating your fucking ass. And uh, you, don't know, you don't know what you're doing, you know? And, uh, and then one day, you just grab your fucking balls. At least I did, man. I'll tell you, I remember... The fucking day my old boss, Lou, Lou, used to gross me the fuck out, man. Uh, I was a young 20-year-old dipshit kid. I was drinking a lot. I, I rented an apartment from him. And um, even though I rented a fucking apartment, I would still show up to, late, uh, to work fucking late sometimes and hung the fuck over. And he would, like, break my balls. He wasn't a drinker. So, like, he was, like, you know, he was, like, a health nut, you know. And, um... He would fucking torture me, man. And uh, one fucking day, dude, I flipped the fuck out. I grossed out this little Italian motherfucker. You know, me, dipshit-ass fucking Irish kid. I just, I just fucking had enough, you know. And sometimes in life, man, that's what it takes. You know, it takes a fucking bully just pushing you and pushing you and pushing you and pushing you until you eventually just fucking grab your little fist and you fucking deliver you know, you fucking deliver. You don't take no shit from that fucking day after. And that's just the way it is, you know. I would like to sit here and brag and tell you that the military made me tough, but it didn't. You know, it didn't. I, uh, I was a mediocre soldier. I made that uh, very clear early on in one of the other episodes. But it's true, you know. It's such a shame that I can't go back and uh, serve again as, as a more educated person and, and a more wise person because I think I would take advantage of some of the circumstances that the military has to offer. And, uh, but anyway, that's a, that's a whole other conversation, you know? So, uh, yeah, and Lou's shop. I freaked the fuck out on Lou. And uh, Lou, Lou admittedly was tough on his guys. 
Lou was tough on his guys, but Lou had the best fucking work in Delaware County. Lou's cars, when they came out, they were looking the fucking nicest. That fucking paint better be polished, smooth, with no dirt spots in it, no orange peel. That motherfucker better shine like a mirror, all right? And that's just, uh, that's how you get perfection, is by, by fucking pushing and pushing and pushing until your guys perform at their top fucking peak. The coach of the fucking Eagles doesn't ask his guys politely to go out there and give it their best. No, that's not what the fuck he's doing. So, um, so he pushed me, man, you know? And uh, lo and behold, I flipped the fuck out on him. And, uh, you know, maybe that's the day that uh, <laughs> I fucking realized... Hold on, what the fuck's going on? All right, so maybe, you know, maybe that particular day is really like the beginning of me taking a little bit of control of my fucking life. You know, I freaked the fuck out on Lou, and I was prepared to quit. I'm screaming at him, telling him he's a fucking asshole, and I'm fucking quitting this motherfucker, and the reason my toolbox has fucking wheels on it, because I'm going to wheel that bitch right out into the fucking street, load it in the back of my pickup truck, and I'm fucking out of here. And uh, Lou, as Lou does, started laughing his fucking dick off. This fucking guy is standing there cracking up. He thinks it's the funniest fucking thing he ever seen in his life. And then it dawns on me, this is what he's been doing the whole time, you know? This is what everybody does. People don't want to admit that shit, but this is what everybody does. You push people because you want to see. You want to see how tough is this motherfucker. And Lou found out that day that uh, I was a fuck up. I made a lot of mistakes. Even after that. Even after that. I mean, me and Lou, we had some arguments. I made mistakes. I offended him. I fucking, I, I, you know, I did shit that I wasn't supposed to do. But as a man nowadays, Lou respects me and I respect Lou. Because there's a mutual understanding that, that you just, you grow and you learn from your mistakes. And, uh, and I thank Lou for that. I sincerely do. I thank my dad for being as tough as he was on me and making me understand the value of things. You know, young fucking pussy ass kids nowadays. Me, 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 me. Give me shit. Give me stuff. I need a cell phone. I need a laptop. I need an Xbox and a fucking PlayStation. I want this. I want that. Give me everything you have. I asked my fucking nephew the other day, uh, my nephew, well, it wasn't quite the other day, it was probably about a year or two ago, you know, my nephew on uh, my wife's side, he's a good kid, he's, uh, he scares me because he's a lot like me, you know, and, uh, and I can only hope that I can do like Lou did for me and, uh, and guide him, you know, toughen him and guide him and toughen him and, and build this hardened fucking shell with a little brain inside that, that he'll use, you know? Think your way through a fucking problem and, and fucking solve that shit. And if it doesn't work, keep trying. You got to keep fucking trying. And um, anyway, so my nephew, I asked my fucking nephew. He's a young kid. He's uh, had some bullshit-ass job, but he doesn't know what money is. You know, so I say to him, hey, buddy, you know, uh, how much you think... Uh, how many hours you think your mom worked to afford them fucking Jordans on your goddamn feet right there, you know? 
And uh, he thought he thought long and hard about it, and he was like, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe two, three hours, you know, maybe. I started cracking up, man. I just started laughing at him. <laughs> you have no fucking idea how this world works, man. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't know what money is. You you have no idea how all of this operates and how money is the tool, the instrumental tool in all of this shit. You know, you think your mom makes fucking $50 an hour? I'll tell you right now she doesn't. I know what she does for a living. And unfortunately, she is not that well off. And she works her fucking ass off in them goddamn shoes that you wear, you know? And that's young people nowadays. They don't understand the value of things, you know? Once upon a time, a man would buy a car, and he would take care of that car. He would shine that car. I like the old black dudes. I like meeting old black dudes that have nice-ass caddies. And they go out there, and they shine that motherfucker once a week. You still see fellas around. Go to the car wash, you'll see some fellas. They got a real nice-ass caddy or a nice-ass car. You know, maybe a Mercedes nowadays. Something clean, you know. Might have a little bit of, a little bit of rim on there. Maybe some Vogues, you know, maybe some white wall tires and shit. And that motherfucker is out there polishing that car so goddamn clean, you know. That motherfucker, you can see your reflection in the side of it, you know. And uh, I respect that. I respect that. That's a man that knows the value of that vehicle because he worked his dick off to get that motherfucker, you know. And, uh, and that's where I'm at in my life nowadays, you know. Everything I got, every fucking thing, when I look around this room, when I think about this building, think about the cars that I own, all the bullshit that I've collected, every fucking bit of it at this point in my life, I had to sweat and bleed and fucking keep sweating and keep bleeding and fucking work and push and push to get this shit. And you know what's funny about that? The funniest part about all of that is that it is all just shit. None of it really means anything. I mean, to the outsider that has no fucking, uh, no emotions, no morals, no, no, uh, you know, spiritual grounding, to them, this is the real thing. To a young, immature person, this is amazing how much shit that I've gained from being a little shithead-ass fucking Eddie Stone runt. To this, this is amazing, you know? But it's not the material shit that actually makes a difference. It's not. It's the peace inside of me that I've gained. It's this, uh... I've learned how to steer this ambition and drive that I have. And that, that's an amazing thing, you know? And, uh, and my respect for others. And, and others' respect for me, you know, is something that, uh... You know, back when I used to raise fucking hell, man, I was the guy that you, everybody around me got the fuck away from me. All my shithead friends that are sitting on their little bar stools right now, you know, even they, oddly enough, you know, these fucking idiots that, that claim that they got life figured out, you know, sit on a bar stool, sipping their same shitty fucking beer that they've been drinking for the last fucking 20 years now, you know. These fucking idiots are going to sit here and uh, tell you that I was the crazy one. Shit. I'm, I was the crazy one. I, that's okay. That's okay. I was the crazy one. And I'll still be the crazy one. I'm still going to be the guy that's going to go out here and fucking try some off-the-wall shit. I got a fucking for-real bucket list that I'm for-real working on. You know? 
one of my goals that I achieved uh, accidentally, really, was that uh, I went to the Pacific Ocean and stepped my fucking feet in the water. It was like, I think it was uh, early spring. That fucking water was freezing, man. But I, I just kept telling myself, fuck that. I'm here. It was for work. Whatever. I was in, uh, where did I go? Um, I was in Salem, Oregon. Or Washington. I don't fucking know. Somewhere on the West Coast. Oregon or Washington. One of them fucking states. And I remember I went over to the coast. It was about an hour away. And the class didn't start till the next day. And I just kept telling myself, fuck that. Do it right now. Because if you don't do it right now, you may never in your fucking life get the chance to come back. Or you don't know. You could die tomorrow. So go over there. Take the drive. Instead of sitting in a hotel room watching fucking Family Guy or some other fucking show. Take the drive, spend the day, go to the fucking Pacific Ocean and dip your fucking feet in the goddamn water just so you can say that you did it. And I did. And then the beautiful thing was is I had to go back to the West Coast for another fucking uh, job thing and uh, was down there in Orange County, California, and I got to watch the fucking sunset on the goddamn Pacific Ocean. And to, you know, most of you motherfuckers are probably listening to this and you think to yourself, man, this fucking guy's a fag. This dude, what the fuck's he talking about watching the sunset? Let me tell you something. That's the realest shit I've ever seen in my life. I love watching sunrises, and I love watching the fucking sunset over the Pacific Ocean. It was something majestic, you know? That's real fucking life. You could drive around in your bullshit-ass car, fucking pretending to be a cool guy, you know, wannabe-ass fucking drug dealer, and, you know, you ain't a drug dealer. You're a drug user. <laughs> Uh, you know, you can have all this material bullshit that you think is, is inflating whoever the fuck you think you are, you know, projecting this bullshit image, and it's nothing. You're nobody. Nobody's going to remember that, okay? Nobody gives a fuck about the guy with a worn-out-ass fucking Lincoln with some three matching fucking rims, and the other's got a donut on it that he's been driving around on for six fucking months. Nobody gives a shit about that idiot. But me telling my story about flying to the Pacific Ocean and fucking going swimming in the water and then watching the sunset on the Pacific Ocean, which is something that I always told myself, I'm going to fucking do that. I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah, man. May not be the craziest fucking story in the world, but it is to me. It's a beautiful thing, and I'm glad that I got to fucking see that and do that, you know? And I got to uh, do other things. But I still, it's not about what I've done. It's, it's about constantly having a goal and pushing myself to do something more. So this podcast, I talked for about three fucking years now telling everybody, yeah, yeah, I want to try the podcast thing. I want to do that. I'm going to make a little internet radio station. I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. But recently, I grabbed my fucking balls and put them on the goddamn table and said, fuck that. Now I'm going to expose myself to the world and tell you about who I am. Because for the longest time, I had this voice in my head that kept saying, listen, idiot, you're a fucking nobody. Shut the fuck up. Nobody cares about what you have to say. And that may be true. But I don't know. I'm going to do it anyway. Fuck you. If everybody else has got a fucking voice in this world and everybody else thinks that they're little special snowflakes, fuck you. I am too. I'm a bigger, stronger, faster, more ambitious, more intelligent. I'll eat your fucking ass alive. I am way 
more prepared to do whatever the fuck it takes to achieve what I'm what I consider success. So you're either going to stand here with me and we're all going to work together or get the fuck out of my way because I'll fucking palm your fucking face in a heartbeat, okay? I ain't got time for fucking sandbagging ass pieces of shit sitting around just fucking running their mouths, doing the same old bullshit, walking down the same old street, sitting at the same fucking bar stool, can't get your fucking license because you got too many DUIs. Fuck you, you idiots. Who the fuck are you accusing me or, or fucking making fun of my ass for trying something? Really? I'm the fucking clown? I'm the clown? Look at you, you boring-ass piece of shit. Fucking try something. Anyway, I was talking about somebody on that one, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. My Rocky anthem pumping in the background. I'm probably going to get my nuts sued to fuck off for that one. Good thing I don't own a goddamn thing. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. You know, I recorded earlier. I, I didn't like it. I listened to it again, and I thought, no. No, that's not what I want to put out into the world. And I'm glad. I'm glad that I, I did this again. You know, I needed this. So uh, anybody out there listening to this, I don't give a fuck how hard your life is. I really, I really don't, I don't think that that matters. I think it all matters about how fucking bad do you want something better. And that, that right there, that's all you need, you know? Luck will come your way if you just show that you're hungry enough. A hungry fucking wolf will find some fucking food, you know? I'm hungry. I want to do something great. I feel like it's in my blood. I feel like I'm meant to do something great. So I'm going to sit here and talk to this fucking microphone until you all know my fucking name. Yardbird Tuna, signing out. Thank <laughs> you.